I'm Rachel Olstead, the intuitive business coach, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. My mission is to empower women to create an abundant life of freedom, wealth, and joy. I specialize in helping visionary, driven, and passionate women just like you grow and scale their online businesses through powerful strategy, mindset, and energy healing work. Tune in every week to hear my experiences and tips for building a wildly successful six-figure business while working part-time. I truly believe business gets to be fun and simple. You get to have it all, and I'm here to show you how. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. I'm so excited today to welcome one of my dear clients and friends, um, Charlotte, to the podcast today. Welcome, Charlotte. Thank you so much, Rachel. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to have this conversation. I know that we could dig into a lot today, but we're going to try to focus in on a couple kind of main main pieces of your story and your journey because I know that it really, really relates and resonates to so many other women, so many other moms too in business and to so many of the the listeners of this podcast too. So um, before we dive in, would you mind sharing a little bit um, first about who you are and a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I am a, a mom of two. We live in Northern Kentucky area. Moved up here, gosh, almost two years ago. And yeah, so my eldest is like two and a half and um, my baby's about to be one, which is blows my mind. But yeah, and then as far as just my business, I'm a Facebook advertiser. I take on clients on a one-on-one basis as well as just started my own jumpstart program, which is done with you uh, for those who want to do it themselves and then, and then continue on doing it themselves after we work together. So, but yeah, it's been a great fun journey um, and definitely grown a lot in the past year. So (laughs) yeah, you could say that we're going to dig into that um, today too. So yeah, absolutely. An amazing Facebook ad specialist. So, and something that, um, kind of sets you apart as far as like your industry and your niche as well is that you're a done for you service provider, right? And so that actually is a really interesting piece that I want to talk a little bit about today too, as we kind of dig in is that, it looks growth um, and and growing in your business and scaling even in your business looks a lot different than it does for like a done with you service provider, right? Like a coach or a consultant or something. And so that has been amazing to see you kind of grow despite having, you know, the the capacity, right? Looking at your capacity and your schedule versus the the clients that you support. And so that is really unique as well that I want to kind of dig into today. So fantastic. Okay, so I want to kind of start just chronologically and just kind of talk a little bit about where you started and not necessarily even where you are now, um, because we'll get there. But I would love like take us back. When did you start your business? Did you start doing Facebook ads? Or how did you get into like this online business um, space? I would love to kind of have you take us back there. And then we'll kind of meet at the place where where we actually um, met and started working working together back in, oh my gosh, I don't know, was it August 2020? So take us back, like, where did you start? And and what did you start with? Yeah, so um, I started my business back in 2019. Um, it was 
actually just after or just before my daughter, my oldest daughter's first birthday. So July 2019. And I was at a point where we just were, we were needing to um, just have another stream of income at that point. Um, And we were just kind of trying to figure out like, what, what are we going to do? You know, like, uh, I looked at some other options, like, maybe because I was a teacher before taught first grade for three years, and then wanted to stay home with my daughter. So I was like, well, maybe I can be a Montessori teacher. And I looked at that. And I was like, I'm literally going to end up making like $7 an hour, (laughs) and like, be wasting, like, just expending all this energy that I would rather have with my daughter. So that's not going to work. And ended up starting as a virtual assistant and, you know, getting my my own business under my feet while we were also moving to Kentucky. So it was kind of all over the place, but ended up working with two to three clients by the time December of that year hit. And then in January of 2020, I was Yeah, I was already actually getting into Facebook ads for a client of mine. He wanted me to research doing roofing ads on Facebook, and I knew nothing about it. So I was like, okay, let me look into that. (laughs) So I did and took my first course and just kind of loved it. I was really took my analytical side. You know, I've always loved math and things like that. And then also my creative side, just, just loving to kind of make beautiful images and be able to design a little bit. And so it kind of took both those elements, put them together. And then it was like, okay, can I beat myself at doing this? So it was also kind of like a game, like, okay, let's see if I can do even better this time. Like, okay, let's see if I can do even better. <laughs> like, so it, it just became something that I realized like, okay, this is what I want to do. So after my daughter was born last year in April, took a really, really big, you know, like pre-agency level course. and just was like, okay, I'm ready to do this and started transitioning my current virtual assisting clients to either fully Facebook ads or saying, hey, I'm I'm looking for Facebook ad clients. If that's not something that you would like, then, you know, like I can give you some references, but I'm transitioning to do this full time. So that was a really big part for me because I was a little afraid of like letting go of the range of services that I offered at that time. And so I was a little bit afraid to be like, can I do this? Like, can I really just go and just just offer Facebook ads and nothing else? And I think that was when we met the first time was like that summer. And I I done like a survey or something for you. And then you had like a free call. So I was like, well, I mean, I haven't thought about a coach yet. Like, but I feel like it might be time for me to start getting a coach and, you know, I'm niching down into this Facebook advertising world and really need some more confidence. And I know I have some different blocks that have been there and I can't see them right now. So I need somebody else. So that's when we kind of, that's when you entered the picture. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that because I think that story just in and of itself, not that it's not unique, right. And your story, but I think so many women, right. Go through that entire, that entire journey. Um, but for you, I feel like you found your zone of genius, like rather quickly in Facebook ads, which is like wildly different than doing, you know, just generalized VA services. And, uh, 
just the leaps that you took right away, I think set you up for so much success, right? Rather than waiting to do a course and like dipping your toes in, you kind of just, and I love that like a gamification of it that you just like made it almost like this fun competition rather than like this pressure of like, this has to work. I have to make money. It was more like, Ooh, what's possible, right? Like, how can I, how can I make this type of business work? And um, there's a theme kind of that that comes up in really a lot of a lot of your journey, especially since we started working together in, in late August, September of 2020, even through now. Um, and I want to touch on that theme a little bit. And and um, but before we do, I'm going to I'm going to kind of keep it um, keep it a secret, this like big theme <laughs> for now, because I want to dig into it here in a little bit. But yeah, so I actually forgot that we had like that little strategy call um, that I offered you. But I think that was like, correct me if I'm wrong, kind of like a tipping point for you to see like, oh, I haven't invested like you had invested a lot of behind the scenes support in your ads. And um, but you had never really invested in like an actual coach, right, that can guide you um, from the front yeah. even. And so what um, I would love for you to share, like if you're if you're willing, what was kind of like the the big tipping point for you of like, okay, because right away you jumped into um, the four figure foundation, right, which is my group program helping women get to, you know, from that even 500 to a thousand dollars a month and really starting to make like consistent four figures, whether that's again, one, two, three, four, most of the women, you know, in that group had goals of 4,000. $5,000 a month. Um, um, some blew past that in that time, which is so fun to see. But you jumped into that program right away. Um, it was a small group program, but you still got one-on-one attention, right? And so what was your what was your like main motivation and kind of trigger point of like, okay, I am ready to do this. Like I'm ready to hire yeah. a coach. Yeah. So I think after our first conversation in July, I realized um, like, Oh my gosh, just in that hour, I was able to just see kind of these big rocks that like I needed to get over. And as far as like my mindset, or even the way I looked at my business, like, you know, just even phrasing things, (laughs) like the way I talked about my business, I was like, Oh my gosh, there's so much here. And so much value that was even brought in. I think it was was it an hour or 30 minutes? I, I can't remember how long it was, but I don't, even I don't know. Um, but it was just, it was like, okay, so then I started your free um, money mindset. And that was just like, that is like kind of flipped a lot of just what mentally I had grown up with, or, or that was just rooted in me, uh, started to kind of, you know, in a good way, pull those out and like, helped me see the big hurdles I had, especially surrounding money and my business, which now was like entangled in that. And, and even just like the, the different excuses I was making around money. And so I was like, so then when the four figure foundation came up, and I was like following you and just, you know, had been really enjoying the money mindset challenges, I was like, okay, I know that there's a lot I need to work on. And they, like, I have a lot of things that I need. And so I, I know that this investment is going to like, make, you know, five, tenfold, you know, what, what it is initially. And so we had a conversation and I was like, okay, 
I'm scared and I like don't know that I'm ready, but I'm going to jump in and like, I want this. And like, and I know that in order to truly be successful, I've got, I've got to, you know, crush these mindset things and really correct it in a way that is um, beneficial and not like just ignoring it or trying to, to muscle through it, but like, okay, let's, dig into it like we we do so often and then and then create new thoughts and like new ways of thinking about it and that's been just huge for my business yeah i yeah i see that like truly on like a daily weekly monthly basis for you too and it's interesting because i think um one thing that i see a lot like at the stage where you were at right when we initially met and we started working together a lot of women at that stage like um come to me for strategy. They're like, I know I need strategy. Just like, tell me what to do, where to do it, how to like grow my business strategically. But they don't always recognize, like they know that like in the back of their mind that like, you know, some mindset pieces might be there. But it was so interesting that you, along with a couple of the other ladies that had jumped in, like the the biggest thing that they knew that they wanted to dig into was their mindset, which was just um, so... I think um, just have so much self-awareness and they talk about this a lot, just like awareness is key, right? Because when we don't even have awareness of like what our blocks are, what we want to or need to work on, then it just becomes, like you said, that avoidance thing. And so, um, yeah, there was fear there, but I do remember you being like making that decision too, which I want to bring up out of like love for yourself and for your business and for your journey rather than as like a punishment, right? Because when we make investments out of like, oh, I'm I'm in such a bad place, I need someone to save me kind of thing, mm-hmm. it almost feels like a punishment. And so because you came at it from a place of like, I know I need help, but I want it to, right? You desired to change rather than like shamed yourself into change. I think that just opened up so many doors for you um, to experience this work at such like a profound level right from the get-go, which was so cool to see. So, um, kind of going through the four figure foundation, um, there was, there was a lot, right. That you experienced a lot of change, a lot of growth right away. I don't want to dig into like every single piece because again, we could like talk about this for hours. Um, but what do you feel like even, I just want to kind of take that snapshot of like September through December even, right of that program and our work together, even one-on-one and in the group, like, what do you feel like were the biggest changes for you um, and the biggest shifts and some of like the results that you were able to achieve in that even short period of time? Because I think when we had met, like, I basically said, okay, Charlotte, like, you're all in, like, this is what you do now. Facebook ads, like your thing. And you're like, that's scary, but okay. Like I'm all in. And I remember yeah. that was like, I kind of made that decision for you. Right. But it was something that you wanted anyways. And so yeah. from that big, bold decision of going all in, what were you able to achieve in the, that period of time? Yeah. So I think my fear, like I mentioned, was just that I was going to be, you know, avoiding a lot of opportunities or, or, you know, not, not available for all of these opportunities. Um, 
And then I quickly realized once I decided and we were like, okay, I am a Facebook ad strategist and that's what I do. That's where my knowledge is and my, um, what I've learned what to be. And I've already been successful in it. It was like, it, it just kind of gave me more focus. And then I was able to actually more effectively find leads versus, you know, trying to like weed out all the ones that maybe uh, wouldn't have been good fits. Or maybe it was somebody who now I realized they probably weren't going to be actually wanting to do Facebook ads at the level that I want to do Facebook ads, which is something I've also grown in, you know, from then until now is realizing what level of client that I'm looking for and what kind of business I'm looking to work with. And so that's been a, that was a huge thing too. I think I didn't realize in August was, okay, you know, Facebook ads, that's a big step for any big business to start running ads. And there's a lot of things that have to be in place and you can't be one foot in one foot out, which is what I was wanting to do. Like maybe I can just offer Facebook ads and social media or Facebook ads and do some like blog posts or something, you know, and it was so to switch completely to that, I was actually able to be step more into an authoritative role with being a Facebook advertiser and effectively run ads versus having one hand tied behind my back and try and work with, you know, a $300 budget that I really can't even spend more than $10 a day. And, you know, I can't do effective testing. I can't help them the way that I would want to. And so, you know, hindsight, looking back, you know, that was a huge thing for me to step into, but it's, it's been, it just made everything more clear and easier, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, do you remember even off the top of your head, like what your initial income goal was like for the four figure foundation? Yeah, so it was um, 3k, which I was, you know, at the time, I think, making, well, okay, so when I was a VA, I made like half that, which was great. I mean, I didn't have any childcare. Um, I was using the uh, the Y, uh, we had a YMCA membership. So I was using that and going a couple mornings a week. And, you know, my daughter would play and I would work and then we'd go and that was good for what it was like where, where I was at the time. But, but I just thought like, whoa, like, 3000. That's a lot. You know, <laughs> I remember being like, Oh, gosh, like, I don't know if I can do that. But I know I can. So and now I do. <laughs> And then you did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, I absolutely love all of that. Like even just the focus, like you said, and just the discernment that it took for you to say like, yeah, I'm, you know, whether or not you actually said the words, like I'm a CEO, I make these big decisions, right. But like, that's kind of the attitude and the perspective that you had, like, I'm going to go all in now, I'm going to take the necessary steps to make sure that I'm taking my business seriously so that others take my business seriously. Right. Um, and, and really just being discerning, like, okay, I'm not going to offer anything else. Right. And here's why. And, and I just want to point out that like, even from, I think probably 
October through, I'm going to even say like February, right? Because the four figure foundation um, ended and then you jumped into the visionary mastermind, which is kind of that, that next step up with some of the same ladies. And it's been so fun to watch you guys grow even since January, but probably within like, I want to say maybe a three to four month time span, we calculated the amount of work that you turned down in your business. And I want to touch on that because I think that just that sheer number of like looking, if you had said yes to all of these clients, like it's kind of jaw dropping, like other women listening might be like, what? She said no to that much money. But like, I think we calculated it. it was like, do you remember how much, how much work revenue wise you would have like turned down? Yeah, I think I turned down, I think it was 130,000 or something like that. Like if if I yeah. was working for them for, you know, a whole year. Yeah, like as retainer clients. Exactly. And I remember sitting down and actually looking at the numbers with you and I'm like, okay, let's look at all of the clients that you've turned down. Not because it's like, oh, I'm holier than thou. I, I don't take on, you know, clients like this. <laughs> like I'm better than that. But it's it was more of like this theme that is still coming up now of letting go, right? And that was huge, I think, because I felt like for a while, it was like, you were constantly sending me Voxer messages like, hey, I have another lead, I have another client, I have another call that like, they're wanting me to do this. And um, you were just so in your power and stepping into that role of like, no, I don't have to just do something and say yes, because it's money. Right. And I feel like that was a huge shift for you instead of like the some money is better than no money kind of thing was like, you're literally willing to turn down like up to $130,000 worth of work because it wasn't aligned with you, right? And I want to talk a little bit about that because this letting go has been a theme that's been continuing to play out in your business. And it was really scary, right? To let go of things. And so kind of talk to us a little, if you're you're, um, willing to kind of share a little bit about this, like letting go theme, what have you, even in the past, I'm going to say like the past four to five months even, that you've really, really like stepped into this like CEO role that you've had to let go of, right? And what's filled its place? Because I think that's beautiful too. It's like yeah. one door closes and another door opens. So talk to us a little bit about yeah. that because that's a really scary thing for business owners to turn down clients yeah. or money, right? But what is that like allowed for you? Yeah, so... So initially, when I started and I shifted into Facebook ads solely, I I had the idea of like, okay, do I want to just offer it to clients that are my clients only, or do I want to work with agencies? So that was a big part. And so I, I interviewed with quite a few agencies actually, and and was offered quite a few positions, but they were wanting usually they were wanting at least you know like. 20 to 30, if not 40, like full-time hours. And I really try to guard my time with my girls and then my time as a business owner, because, you know, the, the whole reason I came home from teaching was because I knew that I wanted to be present with my children. And, you know, so I, I loved that. We're, we're also in a place where, okay, 
something needs to shift. And also I wasn't feeling fulfilled as a, as a human being. I, I loved being a mom, but there was something that was getting lost in just like the motherhood of, of taking care of my daughter. And, but I really want to guard that time. I've gotten to a point where I'm saying, okay, I want to work 20 hours a week. And I don't want to work any more than that. And, you know, you've been like a huge inspiration in that. It's one of the reasons why I chose you as a coach was because I saw like, okay, she has a very successful business run at 20 hours a week. And I can do that too. And and I knew I could. I just, you know, had a lot of things that I had to let go of. For example, I had to let go of this mindset of like, I had to work more to make more. And that's one we talk about a lot. And and I realized I don't have to work more to make more. I can use the time. Yeah. I have chills when you <laughs> say that. Like I get chills when you say that. Like when you like really because I, I feel like the energy yeah. shift in you with that. And so many women struggle with that same one. Yeah. What yeah. what else do you feel like? And then another big one just personally is I had to let go of um, doing it all. That was a really big theme for me in the fall leading into like January was I, so my, my daughter, who's now about to be one, um, she was getting to that more mobile stage. So <laughs> we all know, and I, I was having, um, you know, some very darling girls come and help me with her. And I was driving my other daughter to go play at a friend's house. And, and that was good. And it was working. But I was finding myself like, with my hand in all the pots, you know, <laughs> and I had my my hand in uh, trying to make sure that the the girl who was helping me with my youngest daughter had everything she needed. And like, everything was going there. And then I was like, trying to do my business and then trying to make sure I left in time to go get my other daughter. And then I, I eventually got to the point where I was like, okay, I am not working effectively, and I can't get everything done in the 20 hours, because I'm not like guarding the 20 hours for my work. And then I I can't guard the time that I have with my daughters, because then I was trying to make up some time that I lost, you know, driving or helping with Gemma or whatnot, and found myself really feeling pulled and uh, stretched in a way that wasn't it wasn't helping my CEO mind, like actually step into being a business owner at the time. And so I, I eventually realized, okay, I need to get childcare for both of them. And I need the childcare coming to my house and I need it to be somebody that I can set things up. Here's what needs to happen and close the door. And I am in work mode and I'm not, mommy at the time like I'm like mommy's working and she's gone and then mommy will come back and I will just be mommy and my phone's away and my computer's away and that was so freeing for me to let go of being mom all the time and allow myself to be CEO and then also allow myself to let go of being CEO to be mom because I think there was also this like fear that if I let go of also being CEO that my business was going to fail. And and it's not true. I and and it's I've proven that to myself by by allowing myself to take that leap of 
of adding extra child care and stepping into that. And it's just done wonders for my business and my family. Like my, I'm just so much more present with my girls now. And when I come home, I don't look at my computer and I, you know, I, I don't schedule calls when I don't have childcare. And I, I set that aside because a, I care about my clients and I care about giving them the time that they need and deserve. And I care about my daughters and I don't want to take away the time of being a mom with them. And I get to have both. And for a long time, I, I was like, okay, if I start making more money, I'm going to have to choose. I'm going to have to choose either being successful in my business or being a good mom. And I love being a mom and I love working on my business, but I don't want to choose. And if I have to choose, I'm going to choose to be a mom, but I, I don't want to have to choose. And I think working with you, I realized I can have both. And actually, I can be a better mom by having both than if I had just chosen to almost like martyrdom, if you will, <laughs> like, like, like martyrdom of like, just this, you know, completely losing myself in the motherhood, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I know there are moms who like, that's what they want to do. And that's, and that's great. I, I just wanted something else for myself. And, and I knew that, you know, it would just help my family in so many ways and help myself like mentally and as a person. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I think you're like speaking to like every single business working mom <laughs> like ever right now with everything that you just said there was like so fantastic because it's true. And like, I, I'm, you know, we're, that's what we're talking about in this episode, like success in business and in motherhood. And I love, love, love that you kind of drove the point home that like, you believed, right? Like there was that belief that like, okay, I can have it all. Like Rachel is doing it. And like, I only knew that I could do it because other people had done it. Right. And so it's like this cycle of like paying it forward with our beliefs, right? Like watching yeah. other yeah. people do it and knowing that it's an option, but also like the how, right? The how really stops so many people from doing that. It's like, again, do I have to give up something, right? It's like this sacrificial martyrdom that you were, you know, referencing. And so I think that how in this case really boils down to, um, one deciding first, right? That like, it's possible and you're going to figure it out because I think a lot of women get stuck at that in the first place. Like, oh, it's just not possible for me. So I'm not. And then our brain just stops trying to problem solve, yep. right? Just like it gives up, but really like believing and, um, and, and really the boundaries, right? Like it sounds like, you know, one of the biggest things for you. And I know just like seeing this entire process is setting appropriate boundaries and getting support, right? Yeah. And support yeah. on the business front, support on the home front, support on the childcare front, because I think so many moms have this idea like, yeah, it is possible to have it all. But then it's like, where do I have to sacrifice, right? And it's not yeah. necessarily looking at it like a sacrifice. But instead, like you said, it's actually making you a better business owner, right? It's making you a better mom, a better wife, a better, like human being, right? Because you do have these containers, right? And so if women are wondering, like listening right now, well, like, how can I do that too, right? So many times, even like in the beginning of this year, it's like working towards 5k months, you're like, okay, I know it's here. Like I know it's here. Like I know it's done. It's here. It's in my space right now. 
but I'm blocking myself, right? And digging into that, we realized that it was like not making those decisions, not holding that space for the boundaries and for like having, you know, mom time and business time separate, right? It was like, I'm trying to just do it all, all the time, right? And then you're never off the clock ever in any capacity, right? And that's exhausting. And so I love that you said that and, and really not sacrificing, but just making really, really, um, I guess, like intentional decisions that really support your values, right? Because I know that, you know, we all have values, but one of your values is, is really those, you know, deep personal relationships as well. And so serving your clients at a really high level takes time and effort and intentionality, right? And serving your family and making sure that you don't work over what you say you're going to work is really important to you. And so it's been so fun to watch you grow. And I remember like, there were there were some really tough conversations, right, in the past couple yeah. of months. And I remember one time I'm like, Charlotte, just go on care.com and find the nanny. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I, yes, I need to do that. And it's hard. Yeah, I think it came up probably like, gosh, five times of just like childcare is my pain point right now. And it's just like the thorn in my side. And I need it. I need a solution. And I don't know what that is. And I think I just was afraid of actually like fully letting go of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, and again, like that theme of letting go, letting go of clients that no longer serve you, right. Letting go of beliefs that no longer serve you and, and filling them with new beliefs that you really want to, and are choosing to focus on, right. Letting go of, um, work and, you know, different, different opportunities that just like aren't aligned with where you want to go and where you are and, and all of that. And like the letting go of all of that, it's like, even the money, right? Like we talk about and and I talked, uh, I talk about this a lot, like gripping the money, it's like almost like gripping a dollar bill, right? So tightly. But if we just like open our hands and like let the dollar bill leave, like what could fill its place? I don't know, $10, $100? Like, can we just have this like stack of money? I'm just using money as an example, right? But like when we let go and stop gripping to things so tightly, we make room for so much more and oftentimes better, right? And I've seen that like firsthand in your business, which is so fun and in your life too, right? Like, just the conversations and the opportunities that have kind of presented themselves, even, you know, with you and your husband and like what that looks like. And, you know, the potential future of maybe working together in some capacity and just all of these opportunities, I think is, is so cool. Um, so what um, I would, I would love to know, like, what has been kind of like the biggest, um, and I know you've touched on this already a little bit, but like, what has been one of the biggest, like, breakthroughs, um, if you will, that has allowed you to, um, you know, grow to this level of success, having like very few ads clients when we first started working together. And now, like, I mean, doubling if not tripling like your your income and 5k months are like all but done right like you're like right there um 
which is so fun. And so like, what do you feel like, has there been like one or, or two like main factors or main like breakthroughs that you feel like have really allowed you to grow at, like, I'm going to say a relatively quick pace, right? Considering where you started. Yeah. So I think probably one of the biggest ones has been the money mindset. Cause I think I had just this very limited belief in the, the money. Like I, I laugh now because I used to think like, if I take this client, then I'm going to be taking money that maybe someone else needs more than me. And I remember like, I actually thought that, like, I actually thought like, Oh, like, there's only so much money, like there's not like a unlimited money or whatever. <laughs> so I just had such a limited belief of, of what was truly possible. And, um, and so now, instead of kind of what you're talking about, that like gripping, I, I, I just am very open. And, and, you know, like even yesterday, I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm very purple in my business. It's just part of one, one of my big rocks that I cling to, but just like, Lord, what's open? What's, what's, what are the possibilities for my business right now? And, you know, and just letting that like flood in, like, okay, what are truly, what's truly possible right now? And not yet clinging to, okay, oh, this, this person might be interested or, oh, like, this, this thing, I, I'm just going to bank on this because this is exactly, and, and that's been huge. Just even translating that to my clients or people who I'm talking to, I know that they see that I'm not attached to whether or not they end up signing, or I'm not attached to our conversation when we have it. And if that ends up being a lead, I know that, you know, if we're, if it is going to work out, if it's supposed to be, then, you know, these things are going to be there. I'm going to be looking for this criteria and we want to be a good fit. And I don't want to work with somebody that's not going to be a good fit with me. And that, and and then also, you know, like saying no to agencies. I have decided that I don't want to work with an agency because I haven't been able to find one that doesn't want me to work full time. And even realizing that, uh, you know, because of course, hiring somebody on, they're going to make they're also making a profit off of the work that I'm doing. So I can have my own clients and feel confident in that and control that relationship and have um, access to that, which I truly value at a, at a very high level. And, you know, make double what they were going to be paying me and, and on my 20 hours a week. And that to me, I I think it was about a month ago, I told you and my husband, I'm not, I'm not going to interview with agencies anymore. And I still have, you know, agencies reach out to me and ask me if I want to interview with them. And I just started saying no and, and being open to other opportunities. So that's been a huge one, just learning to close the door when it's time to close the door or, you know, even just invest where I need to invest and not be afraid that the money is leaving my bank account or that, you know, uh, what if I needed that money for something else? It's, it's a more money is going to come. And actually this is going to help me, you know, grow even more. And that's just like been exponentially helpful in my business. Cause when I started, I, with you in August, 
I didn't think that way. And every dollar that left my bank account, I was stressed and was anxious and thought like, okay, how am I going to make up for that money that's leaving my bank and looking for ways to, yeah, to make up for the expenses in my business versus this expense is an investment and I'm going to make that back. um, And I'm not worried about it and I'm open and I'm not, I'm not anxious about it. So yeah, I, it's leaps and bounds. <laughs> leaps and bounds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is an understatement. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's basically just like this, this new perspective, right? This new lens, right? And our lenses are created from the the thoughts that we think so frequently, right? That become our beliefs, that become the lens with which we just like approach life and business, right? And for you now viewing money as just like limitless, like money is a renewable resource. There's always going to be more. There's more than enough to go around. Um, It's just like this true abundance mindset, right? Rather than this like really, really like tightly gripping scarcity that I think a lot of um, women especially really struggle with, um, right? Like we, (laughs) you know, we've had generational um, trauma when it comes to money um, and women, like really even in the past, like, you know, several decades, really women kind of finally started to get the, you know, the, (laughs) the ability, right. um, To make their own money and handle their own money. And I think there's just like so much that's just kind of that we've just had to overcome and, and learn, right through that process. And so now seeing, you know, women just like us doing this and and viewing money this way is so beautiful. And I love to see that in you too. And the other thing is this, just this unattachment, right? And I think that's a really hard thing to break up with, right? Is the attachment to the sale, the attachment to this lead, the attachment to this money or, and coming from a place of like true unattachment and service, right? Because we talk about that a lot too. And just like, I think one of the reasons you've been able to grow so quickly and with such integrity as well, right. Um, That's going to allow you to like easily create, you know, even 10 K plus months really in the next few months is like totally like where you're on, on, you know, the trajectory of your business, but coming from a place of love, right. Coming from a place of service and like, I'm just here to serve you. Like if this is a good fit, perfect. If it's not, well, perfect, right? Like I am not attached to the outcome and that clean selling, right? Coming from that perspective is huge and allows so much more growth. I absolutely love that. So as we kind of wrap up here, I would love for you to share um, just on a couple other couple other questions. Um, as your coach, it's been so fun seeing you grow for the past, I don't even know, has it been like almost nine months and just like experience so many different changes and shifts in your business, right? And, you know, as as your coach and, you know, this friendship that we have too, I always love to, to say that like, yes, my, you know, I'm, I'm a coach, but I also view my clients as friends. And so it's fun to like grow together too. What do you feel like has been the best part, I guess, um, for you of just having the support of, of a coach in, you know, throughout this journey? Yeah, I think the biggest part, uh, 
yeah, I guess the biggest support or benefit for me has really been having someone else's eyes on my business that are, you know, overall very, uh, what's the word? Not attached to like the way my business is running. Yeah, objective. That's the word. Um, so very objective and, but also knowledgeable of like motherhood and business because as much as there are boundaries, they do overlap. You know, there, there are so many times where, you know, one of my girls is sick and I have to, um, you know, adjust the schedule. And that's the beautiful thing about working from home and working for myself and not having to tell somebody like, Hey, you know, unless I have a client call, but um, <laughs> like telling some, telling somebody like, Hey, I, I'm going to take off this morning and go to the doctor or um, whatever it is. But, um, but just having somebody who understands that, who, who is knowledgeable about what I need as a female business owner and a mother and, and just having that outlook of like, okay, I not the, uh, you know, the other thing I loved about you is just like not uh, buying into the hustle mentality. Cause I saw so many moms and so many entrepreneurs who I saw their success, but I also saw like, oh, but they're working like full time or like, oh, their kids in like full time childcare. But I just don't want that. Like, I want to be successful and I want to have time as a mom. And, uh, and so that was something that I just loved about you and your example, as and then to have you coaching me and, and saying like, hey, you know what, I think you can simplify that or like, you know what, I don't really think you need to be doing all of that. What's the one thing you need to focus on. And so just helping me have that laser focus on what I need to be actually doing versus um, all the like, quote, unquote, good advice that's out there that just keeps you busy. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like, it just can keep you busy unless it's aligned with your business and what you are hoping to accomplish. So that's been huge just to like, kind of keep those blinders on, in a sense of, you know, staying focused on what's my goal, what am I trying to accomplish, I want to serve my clients, I want to be successful. And I want to be a good mom. Like those are, <laughs> that's, that's what I want. And those, and to like focus on how can I get that in the most simple way possible. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I couldn't agree more about all of that. Like even in my own business, like hiring coaches and hiring people for not only like the business success that they have, but also the lifestyle. Right. I think that's huge. Like anyone can go hire someone that's making, you know, $12 million a year, but if they're working all the time and so frustrated and so, you know, like not aligned, it's like, what's the point. Right. And so I love that I get to serve women that are so similar to me in that capacity because it is like this, um, yeah, we're, we're in it together, right? And I, I'm leading, but I'm also growing as a person too in my own in my own way. So um, yeah, I, I love that. And it's been so fun to watch you grow and so such an honor to, to coach you. And, and I can't wait to see what else comes um, of your business as we continue um, through the mastermind and, and continue to, um, you know, support you and, and watch you grow too. And so um, as we kind of wrap up here, Charlotte, is there 
like one thing that you would tell, um, you know, or advice maybe to other women who were in your, whether it was in your shoes, like when we first started working together, even now, just like, I want to make more money, I want to be more successful, but I also want to, you know, have a successful, right, quote, unquote, like motherhood experience and, and still be present. Like, is there one piece of advice or one thing that you would um, tell them that you want to share with them as we kind of wrap up on on the episode today? Yeah, so I think that there can be this mentality of like, well, if I start doing more, I'm going to be more tired or more burnt out or just, you know, like, I remember thinking that like, how could I possibly take on or do even 20 hours a week? And I'm already so tired, like just doing mom stuff. And honestly, like, and like having two kids is no joke. Like I've never been, I've never been busier on the mom front, like ever. (laughs) Um, But I, but I also have not had the burnout that I used to experience, you know, eight months ago or uh, seven months ago, because I, because I guard my time and it is, and, and I just, I say that because I want other moms to know that it is truly possible to have both and actually to enjoy both. Cause even at the end of my work week, I am at the point where I, I get to like the three o'clock I end my week Thursday at three o'clock. And I get to that three o'clock hour and I shut my computer and I like can't wait to go and be with my girls. But I remember a time when I was just trying to like fit it all in and like not having time set aside. And I would be like, oh gosh, like I'm just exhausted. I'm just like so tired of being needed or like trying to do all of this at the same time. And I like want to do everything, but I can't. And like, so it's okay that you can't do it all. And it's possible to enjoy both now, like even in in this busy stage of like, I have two under two pretty much. And it's like, I'm enjoying it and I enjoy it. And then, um, and I get to enjoy my business as well. And it's like, I didn't know this freedom was possible and it is. So that's kind of like what I would say is just that it, it is possible and you can have joy in both. And like, that's, you know, invaluable. Yeah. My gosh, that's a fantastic advice. I want everyone to hear that. Um, But just to reiterate, like, yes, you can have both. But I love how you said um, two things that I just want to like reiterate just to like really drive this point home. Like, yes, you can have both. But also you can enjoy both, right? And you can do it now. Right. Because I think a lot of times and I used to get stuck in this mindset of like, oh, when they're a little older, then I'll enjoy it more. Like when I'm at this place in my business, then like it'll be easier. Yeah. And can have more time. Right. It's like always pushing that freedom, that joy into the future. But actually, you can have it now. You can enjoy both and you can have it all right by making really aligned decisions and and protecting your time basically right your time and your energy are your greatest resources um that we have as moms and because we know that money is renewable right and so every you know the time and the energy are your greatest resources and i love that perspective charlotte thank you so much for sharing all of that with us or just being really open about your journey 
no one has an overnight success story, right? And no one gets to, you know, any levels of success without some, you know, roadblocks and some shifts that they need to make strategic shifts and definitely in our mindset, right? And um, it's just been so fun to watch you grow and to just see you like really owning that and really owning who you are and really loving the stage of business and motherhood that you're in, despite, you know, having still bigger goals for yourself, right? But not like living for those goals and just really living in the now has been so fun to see you do. And so Charlotte, as we kind of wrap up, if there are people looking um, and, and listening and looking for support with Facebook ads or just want to learn more, or maybe they want to, you know, um, jump in and, and learn a little bit how to do it by themselves with their, you know, your jumpstart offer, whatever that looks like. Where can people come find you? Like, how can they get in touch? How can they come um, hang out with you? Yeah, so I've been um, more present on Instagram and it's um, ccantrell1230. And I, I go live once a week just to kind of share some valuable pieces of advice for um, those who are looking into doing uh, Facebook ads. I mainly work with lead generation and e-commerce clients. So yeah, if you are already you know, having success in your business, maybe just needing to generate more leads or to sell more of your products, I would love to have that conversation to see how, yeah, Facebook ads could help. So yeah, absolutely. And just like a shameless plug for you, like your clients right now. I remember on our call the other day, you shared that like when some of your clients are getting like 10x their their ad spend, which is so fun. And, and just like their return on investment is just like off the charts, which is amazing, right? Um, so there's a little shameless plug for, <laughs> for Facebook ads there if you are ready, obviously. Um, awesome. Well, I hope this conversation has been really enlightening for all of our listeners and um, and really that you can kind of see yourself in Charlotte's journey as well. And so um, we'll link up all that information in the show notes if you guys want to get in touch and find out more. Um, but until then, thank you, Charlotte, so much for joining me today. It's been so fun. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.